0: Did you guys do our San Diego game last year? Joe, I can't remember where I worked last week. They're going to go for it here on fourth and one. lot of words, lot of I'm words. Fine. No snap, no play. Nothing, right? It's hard. Hard count for robot sides.
1: Free agency has hit. Free agency has come and shaken up the NFL, and thus it's time for Hard Count the Trio to jump back in the building. In the booth, I am Laurie Horish and I am joined for the first time, all of us together in quite some time, mm-hmm. by one Melanie Diniashki. Hey,
2: hey, hey.
1: And one Patrick Stack. <laughs> Hello, Lawrence. Hello, Melanie. How are we all?
0: Great. Well, You're splendid oh, in I'm that looking, Graceland t-shirt. Oh, it, it's, thank you. Yeah. No, it's Sleeves I'm, rolled up. I went there. The
1: hipster is back. Is it a, is it a coral? <laughs> is it a pink? <laughs> Salmon. Salmon?
2: And it's like an apricot. I don't know. What type
1: of salmon? Is it Like smoked? Is it like maybe poached? <laughs> no, no, poached no, no, no.
2: no. It's when you it's when you uh, grill it on the skin side. You yeah, leave okay, it there yeah. and you just pop it off and it's nice and pink in the middle. That's
0: the colour. Yeah, it looks mm. good.
1: Yeah. There you go. Looks well,
0: good. Lawrence, you're in a drab grey that seems to match your current condition.
1: <laughs> yeah. You've been sick, haven't you? About a week of sickness. It was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's pretty pathetic and miserable in mm. Sydney right now. Just coming off two days off. Uh, normally on the midweek day off, you like to go out and, you know, few cafes, catch up, see what's going on in Sydney. No, stuck inside, Listen to about four albums of Eminem for the <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s. You must be angry. Just got my anger on. Yeah. Um,
2: Made some, uh, some nice sort of summaries about uh, uh, music of the 90s. We had a great conversation yeah, before. Yeah, it was just
1: nice <laughs> to take a step back and uh, see what and you could get away noise. with um, yeah. on things like the Slim Shady LP back in the day, but... There has been so much football action. We didn't want to jump in halfway through, so we've come in kind of with the first and second waves of free agency done. A lot of the big money has been spent. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't made your move now, you're either bargain bin shopping or you're sweating bullets.
2: Or you're a terrible front office.
1: Yeah, well, that too. There's a few of those. But before we get going, a few a few mysteries. You know, we've got Tony Romo conversation. We'll obviously blanket around today as we go through each of... What we're going to do is go through each of the eight divisions, and we're not going to smash every single team we're just going to look at who made the took the biggest step forward yep. and who took the biggest step yep. back
2: and uh, you've you've put down on this piece of paper free agency Armageddon and like Armageddon great <laughs> film you don't want to miss a thing so uh,
1: uh, let's get right very into good it. there great, you go a great
2: bit of that soundtrack wasn't it yeah that's
0: an excellent karaoke song it's, <laughs> it's underrated it
1: people get really into it
2: yep, mm. yep. yeah 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 brilliant uh,
1: Stephen Tyler yeah um, washed up but uh, and we'll still get to a few <laughs> lovely lips though still yeah. alive so. when you get to the point. When you the plastic surgery lips, they're um, real. Are so full, and then you've still got weedy little bits of mustache poking oh through. Oh yeah, oh it's God. a questionable look. Plenty of questionable oh. looks around the leg. Let's get to them.
0: And we start with the AFC South as we work our way through all the divisions and try and figure out who is the pick of each division. Who's taking the biggest step forward? Who's maybe not quite there yet? As I said, the AFC South, the Jags, the Texans. So much intrigue around the Texans, the Colts and the Titans. Laurie, let's kick it off. What do you think? Who's...
1: I guess, making the big waves in the AFC South. As has been the case in recent years, March is the month of Jacksonville. The Mm. Jaguars splash big cash. They did last year with guys like Malik Jackson coming onto the fold. And this year, they land themselves A.J. Bouille. We will not make any terrible dated bouillard jokes on this podcast. (laughs) Sounding that out now, but they land A.J. Bouye for north of $65 Um, with a whole bunch guaranteed there as well. And they get a guy like Calais Campbell coming on, veteran defensive lineman, versatile man Mm -hmm. from the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, And then throw in Barry Church there into the secondary as well. He's a a team leader and a... Former Cowboy. Former Dallas Cowboy, exceptional tackler. Um, And what you like there is that we've seen plenty of youth come into that team the last couple of years, Mel, but now we're seeing some experienced talent come in as well.
2: Yeah, um, Boye, as you mentioned, instantly gives the Jags probably one of the best cornerback uh combos in the league of course Jalen Ramsey was uh the the rookie last year and and made a lot of waves remember he got in that big tiff with Steve Smith on yeah. the field you know NFL insider
1: off. Steve Smith now out there breaking <laughs> news That's
2: right and you know who w- he was probably one of the first people uh to really uh give uh, props to the Jags on this sort of cornerback combination that they're now going to be flaunting in the league and uh I did see Jalen Ramsey as well putting a nice little cheeky Snapchat video online Seeming quite pleased with the acquisition.
0: What did you think of Boyer's just general sort of rise to prosperity? Because he's really got paid here. And not that long ago, I don't think he was much of a name in the NFL, was he?
2: It's, it's funny. Like, you know, it seems like those last couple of years we've realised how valuable the cornerbacks are with your Richard Shermans, your Malcolm Butlers and all that sort of stuff. And now they are such a commodity in this league. You, you have to have some quality guys in there and they become very, very valuable for sure. And they've paid them well, 68.9 million five years with 26 million guaranteed.
1: Yeah, you, they do get paid well because the more you go to three and four wide receiver sets in the NFL the more cornerbacks you need mm-hmm. out there. It's not so much now just to have, oh, we've got two good starting cornerbacks and then we've got a guy we can kick inside to nickel and defend the slot. You need three good yeah. ones and a fourth one with nice versatility and quicks. So, yeah, he, guys like that are getting paid. I like that, you know, the, the Jags have been, as far as defense goes, on paper, star-started and stocked for a year now. There's been plenty of talent there, but it hasn't come to full fruition. They took some strides, especially in the passing game last year, but... Adding guys like Barry Church and Clayus Campbell, who are two of the best locker room guys in the league, uh, can really help kind of the youth on that defensive line come up. Uh, we know they got talented linebackers, guys like Telvin Smith and Miles Jack, a favourite from a year ago. So all steam ahead for, for the Jags as they, you know, a new regime with Doug Marone in charge. And,
2: and um, a new one there too. Well, uh, sorry, an, an omission. Someone who has left the locker room. Goodbye to the Prince, Amukamara. He has uh, left Jacksonville. Very sad. <laughs> yeah, part
1: of their Ballyhood class um, over the past you know, couple of years. And Prince heads off. It's an interesting one because It didn't play too. Offered you pretty solid cornerback play last year. But we'll get to where he landed in a bit. Mm-hmm. As for who took the biggest step back out of the Titans, Texans and Colts. Mel, you got any thoughts about who may have backslid the most here or who didn't impress upon you?
2: You know, it's hard not to look uh, by... The Indianapolis Colts are picking up Jeff Locke, the punter, probably the worst punter in uh, the league. That was an interesting one, probably broke a lot of hearts there. Uh, but I do think we have to mention the Houston Texans, a big step forward by taking a step back and dumping Brock Osweiler, the the struggling quarterback that has just it's made such a stink in that locker room. Finally, they're free of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, anytime you have to pay with a second-round pick, eat about $60 million worth of cash, uh, get a little pick back yourself just to get the man out of the building, says enough. Word is that he'd got into physical confrontations with Bill O'Brien late in the season as they made their move towards the playoffs after he'd been dumped. Um, It was literally, I've, I've heard him described as despised, (laughs) <laughs> in that locker room by the rest of the teammates. The quarterback coach didn't want him around for whatever new young quarterback they bring in in the draft this year to even just taint him where he didn't want him in the building. So yeah. that tells you all you need to know about how Brock Osweiler is viewed. You've got to ad- viewed.
0: admire Houston's uh, resolve to get rid of him at any sort of cost, don't you? Because, I mean, it wasn't like it was cheap... To get rid of him, I know that they get rid of the money off the payroll, but... Uh, they, they were laughing they a laughing stock. They had to do it. That's, that's
2: the thing. It is expensive, but they had to swallow the mistake, basically. And uh, Tony Romo's the talk of... Do you where- do
0: that? Do you look, get rid of a quarterback unless you got one coming? Uh,
1: look, I think in, in the
2: case of Brock Osweiler, it sounds like they didn't have much of a choice. I mean, look, you right.
1: prefer Tom Savage over Brock Osweiler at this stage. I think they're, I think I you think they're the a- best. A, a-
2: Nicholas Cage.
1: <laughs> I think they're the best um, <laughs> landing spot for Romo at this point. I think they're obviously showing their intent to get involved, should it be, via some sort of trade which is in the pipeline right now and it's all been worked out. And Are they going to trade? Is there a market? Who knows? We can get into that a little more later. Uh, but... Maybe they're showing Romo a little love, saying, "Look, we'll clear the decks for you to come on in and, and lead us, because that defense is ready and they got weapons there, in Nuke in Hopkins and and Will Fuller as well." Yeah, d- just on the Titans, Mel. Did you have? Uh, were you sad to lose Logan Ryan, a, uh,
0: a Patriots look, he, Super Bowl winner? He,
2: he put in some great performances last season, particularly. He's gotten paid for uh, for the for uh, you know coming over to the Titans two thirty mil over three years, again a cornerback you know again very valuable to a team and the Titans need a bit of grit in that area. They also get Jonathan Ciprian very yeah. handy, so yeah,
1: can play a little strong safety there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some good looks for the Titans. I think the division did pretty well, and I think interesting new regime in India as well. Despite the fact they brought Jeff Locke in, I would love to see Samu Erwin- <laughs> and Hill the Aussie get a call to camp Absolutely. there. He's been there the last couple of camps. I caught up with him. Uh, a about a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, and he was very fired up and made the very strong declaration to me that I will see him and we will see him on the NFL stage. So he's like hoping that. for Confidence. that. That's Time great. to move on. Shall we jump? Stay south or should we stay AFC? What are you feeling? No, let's Mel? go NFC South. I NFC like South. Let's flip it. So the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Atlanta Falcons, the heartbroken Falcons, mm-hmm. Stacky's Falcons, New Orleans Saints cooking up magic for Drew Brees, mm-hmm. and the Carolina Panthers, who no doubt will appear. In, uh, in teams that may have backslid in this division coming up here. But the team that, whose work I love the most in this one, it's an interesting one because not a huge bunch of moves, but I actually don't mind some of the things I saw from New Orleans. I mm. like that they went and got themselves Larry Warford, some, some stout staunchness uh-huh. there on the offensive <laughs> line. Um, I think it's interesting what they're doing. Brandon Cook's clearly not happy. Um, him and Michael Thomas having a beef on Twitter. Uh, the wide receiver room, Divas spilling out onto the social medias. So they get rid of uh, Brandon Cooks. They yep. acquire a first round pick. Yep. Um, I think some of the players that they got into their defense, not huge high profile names, but guys like AJ Klein from the Carolina Panthers, I don't mind that at all. Um, but for me, you know, they've got draft capital now to really go after it.
2: Here's my question Yes. Is Ted Ginn really a replacement for Brandon Cooks? <laughs>
1: It's speed like, wise, they, yeah, they brought
2: him in, him in eleven million, three years. Uh, speed wise, as you mentioned, but the hands, yeah, look, it's just uh, not the same.
1: The Saints should be very, very familiar with the play of Ted Ginn because uh, he's got the speed of Brandon Cooks and the hands of Brandon Browner. Um, so they should be very comfortable with that. Uh, look, Drew Brees doesn't have the arm that Cam Newton does, mm. uh, but he—you think if he sees. Um, Ted can get a little step on his cornerback and use that pace. He'll be able to put it on the money, but he's not the he's not the receiver that Brandon Cooks was.
2: Mm. What about Malcolm Butler? There is was some yeah. talk of them it's, trying to get him in a trade. He's uh, in the with, city with right the now. They're wooing him, aren't they? They still him. want him.
1: They want to sign him to, a, to an offer sheet. What that actually means, whether a first-round pick needs to go back the other way, um, you know, from New Orleans back up to New England, um, a higher first-round pick than what the one they received. That's all up in the air. But some other high-profile moves. Who do you like out of that one? Who Who's the team, the division decided that you took the steps forward? Or Stacky? Do you like what Atlanta did?
0: Well, Atlanta were pretty quiet, weren't mm. they? They didn't make yeah. any significant... Uh, acquisitions or Mm. departures really given the fact that they had all the pieces there at the Super Bowl Mm. really probably the biggest departure for them is the one that we haven't listed
1: there and that's Carl Shanahan yes
0: so the question is whoever comes in there so who is coming in there
1: Uh, No. so who they get is uh, via uh, Alabama via USC is (laughs) Steve Sarkeesian he he employs some of the similar concepts um, that you do get with Carl Shanahan but that's a good idea he's also going to
0: get a a lesser version of the same thing he also
1: brings with him some alcohol issues That saw his tenure in college come to a pretty tumultuous end. Right. Coached one game with Alabama, the national title game, they lost it. <laughs> uh, but Sarkeesian is a pretty well-respected offensive mind, but Kyle Shanahan is about as hot, 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 hot an offensive coordinator as you could find and now he, head coach.
2: He has been making some moves with the 49ers, but mm. we will get to them shortly as well. Tell Carolina, about- though. Yeah. Right? yeah, no, I'm with you here. Carolina
1: unanimous have
2: been very very busy um probably the biggest mind-blowing one is uh picking up former vikings tackle matt khalil on 55.5 million over five years that is the offensive tackle big dude with about half of it
1: guaranteed
2: yeah and he's joining his brother which is a lovely story isn't that's very sweet but is he really worth that no he's
1: not worth i don't know if he's worth a tenth (laughs) of that hasn't he had all kinds of injury issues injuries he hasn't been on the field hips he's to be honest, when he's on the field, he's pretty bloody terrible. I actually wondered where uh, whether maybe they were typing in. The wrong Khalil brother into the Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> and this was meant to be an extension for Ryan Khalil. Julius Peppers, a nice homecoming story. Yeah, um, obviously at came
0: thirty-seven years of age. No, that's. still
1: gives him some juice off the edge of the mm-hmm. line. Um, and a, a big story for Carolina was re-signing guys. You know, bringing back Mario Addison and stuff like that. But I can't get past that. Also, I love nice Fozzie Whitaker as well. Is gr-
2: good, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's lovable. I think it's the name, Fozzie. Who can't love a name? Two point five like mil
0: at two years. He's a nice little. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Little, yeah.
2: Nice little tuck shop money. Um, what about uh, the confusion in the locker room? when you've got two Charles Johnsons on the team. One's a wide receiver, one's a defensive end, but they've signed the There you <laughs> go.
0: Big Charles, Little Charles, that's where you go.
2: Little Charlie and Big Charlie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, we should mention, too, very quickly, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, yeah. Tampa Bay. He's already secured the number 11 jersey, I yeah. heard. On, Through yes. a little
1: charity work. I love that the big driving force behind that. Oh, was it, was it Mike Evans luring him? Or was it Jameis Winston luring him? No, it was Nick Carter, while we're on 90s music today. Backstreet Boys fame. The blonde locks that stopped the world, jumping on Twitter, luring... Luring Deshaun well, Jackson to do. down to ta- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So,
2: well, if I recall correctly, on Eastbound and Down, Tampa Bay is a very fun city, as uh, according to Kenny Powers, City fans out there. <laughs> and the stadium's
0: got a bloody uh, pirate ship in it. What more do
1: you want? <laughs> yeah, They're know, sponsored right? by Captain Morgan, sure, they aren't they? Should be. <laughs> and uh-huh. Chris
2: yeah. Baker as well, defensive end, Big Bopper, um, yeah, comes in, gives a bit of grunt to that. Part of defense. the Washington
1: Exodus that we can touch on a little later. Okay, yeah, so
2: moving on from
1: the south to the east, we're going to go to the AFC East and. And by many people's counts, not just the biggest division decider, but perhaps conference and perhaps Super Bowl decider. New England Patriots having an absolutely monstrous offseason so far. They mm. still hold, we touched on Malcolm Butler earlier, but they bring in Brandon Cooks, as we said, speedy wide receiver. Don't listen to anybody out there that says, oh, he's, he could be a nice kind of replacement for what Julian Edelman does. Julian Edelman is a quick guy. He's quicks. It's quicks. It's shortcuts. It's yeah. breaks. It's option routes. Brandon Cooks is your straight line speed guy. So it's a Deep different element he it. brings in. Um, so he comes in on a, on a fairly handy contract, seeing at the stage of his career he's in. But Mel, the list here. You know, bringing in Stephon Gilmore Mm. for... You know, 40, it's like $44 million over the first three years or something ludicrous. Isn't that yeah. uncharacteristic from uh, Bill Belichick? They'll pay at times. They brought in Darrell Revis on pretty high money at times. So they bring in what should be, you guess, the Malcolm Butler replacement. Should he ship off, Mel?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a weird one, isn't it? Because Malcolm wanted more money and they said, no, you're not going to get more money, but we're going to pay this guy more money. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that There was a bit of slap in the face. I don't quite understand it, to be honest, but um, I'm happy to see what happens. You know, uh, they were... I trusted them when they said, you know what, Chandler Jones, we're, we're done with mm. him. And they did just fine and won a Super Bowl. So, they did. Chandler um, Jones
1: also went on to have about 12 and a half sacks. And he's
2: been franchise tagged as yes. well. But, um, you know, the Patriots have, have proven that they, they back their decisions and they yeah. are capable of replacing things. Uh, Donta Hightower is probably a bigger one that yeah, they've locked in. That's huge because um, he was flirting with, you he know, was the, flirt- He was taking a lot of Steelers. dinners. A lot of dinners.
1: He went over to Pittsburgh and they said, if you get on this jet, the offer is <laughs> off the table. He made the call. He's going back to New England. But that's a real kind of... It, it was almost a pendulum swinging in the, a, in the AFC mm. there uh, with a really big uh, defensive playmaker. Stacky, you look like you're burning to us. Yeah.
0: I want to ask, can I just maybe live out a little skit with you here, Laurie? Just okay. like you're... Oh, um, I love improv. You're mm. a, a GM or yep. a coach of, a, of another team. Sure. Uh, and the phone rings. Ring, ring, mm. ring, ring. Hello. Yeah, it's Bill Belichick here. Hello, Bill. I'd like to organize a bit of a trade. Uh, please go on. No,
1: wrong.
0: Why are you not hanging up but the this phone? is what they're all doing. They're
1: all continuing the conversation. You should be hanging up. You're exactly right, nothing Stacking. Nothing good happens. And no, scene. no. Yeah. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. and nothing good happens when Bill Belichick <laughs> offers you a trade. Run the other way. In saying that, I'd actually... who, If you're asking me who I'd prefer... Um, under the Patriots coaching staff, Malcolm Butler, Stefan Gilmore. Who I'm taking Butler. Oh, yeah. um, I thought Gilmore was quite inconsistent mm. last year. Well, but he was a Pro
2: Bowl. went to the Pro Bowl. So, okay. you know, like yeah, there's but something there. The, the but the guys <laughs> who
1: go to the Pro Bowl that don't deserve to be there. Do you have to pay them the same? Uh, in, look, in it, this, it's going to come area? around at a similar mark. But the Patriots also have this thing, and it was the issue with Bennett was... Once you ask for a certain amount of money, if it's more than another player allotted at that position group, yep. they don't want to piss off the locker room yep. like that. Uh, Gr- uh, you know, Martellus Bennett wanted similar money to Gronk or perhaps touch more around the $9 million mark, and they said, Sorry, Marty B. Yep, you're out. Black unicorn on the road.
2: In comes Dwayne Black Allen. That's his self cult.
1: self nickname. Not one icon. No, I love it. All right, AFC East. Who's gone backwards here? Well, I mean, it's not even they've gone backwards, but they have a clear plan in mind, and that's New York Jets for me. Yeah. they're not a doing clear much. Plan in mind? Yeah, yeah the plan want want is to get, tank. That won't be bad. <laughs> yeah. They're going It's the right. scam for Sam. It's the fold for Darnold. They're yeah. going after the USC USC quarterback in 2018 in the draft. Uh, you know, about what, 14, 15 months away. Brandon
2: Marshall uh, is a. Oh, that's, that's, that's a big loss. Big.
1: He stays in the city, changes yeah. conferences, changes the, teams, changes colors, and the we'll get to that. Knife. We're not going to be. We're not far away from the NFC East, but mm. look, the, the Jets are tanking here. Uh, the only thing I'd love from their standpoint, uh, I'd love to see Jay Cutler in New York. Uh, it doesn't care what the media think of him. He no. can take his smoking, yep. anti-vaxxer program to the streets of New an York, anti-vaxxer. big time. Him and uh, and his and hills slash. Oh, Baby Laguna cut- Beach grad partner. Um, uh, no. Any argument there?
2: <laughs> Look, no argument there. Just Jets are kind of a bit of a mess. They've been that way for a couple seasons. Just, yeah, the, uh, as you, you've summed it up brilliantly, Laurie. Also, I have to, though, while we're in the AFC East... Talk to um, us. We have to talk about Miami, the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Do we like what Adam Gase has been doing here?
1: Uh, there's a bit of treading water there. There's some re-signings. I like, you know, he went and got Julius Thomas, who might be broken down at this point. Um, a guy he's familiar with. They had success together in Denver. What did they mm-hmm. have to give to get him? Oh, uh, you know, trading like six, F- seventh round picks. picks, and then they got a seventh round pick back for was it Brandon Albert that they sent packing? Yes, right. So it, it's all kind of that. Michigas. Um Lawrence Timmons is a nice you know veteran addition there. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what what Juice the former Steeler has left in the tank. But I think you know it's free agency, and Miami here seem yeah. to have the idea that what they will do is that they will. Put their eggs in the draft and yeah. focus there. They did. We w- it would be remiss of us not to bring up friend of the show, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills. getting paid didn't Patrick he Stack just, didn't eight he. million per season uh, for the deep threat.
2: We should have asked him to buy coffee when he was here.
1: Yeah, I know, well, next time would have been more than coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. lobster, lobster dinners all round on Kenny. So lobster stu- stuffed with tacos. I um, think it's a quiet one, but considering yeah. some of the terrible, terrible off-seasons Miami have had in the past, this one doesn't rank anywhere near on the shame scale. So yeah,
2: there weren't any glaringly obvious stuff-ups. Yeah. Um, Buffalo, as you mentioned, Stefan Gilmore going to... Yeah. Uh, the Patriots, but the you, Buffalo Bills—they also uh, recruited a lot in this. Micah Hyde,
1: intriguing, and
2: they locked down Tiger Taylor. Um, yeah, on a restructured contract.
1: But they actually do well you... there. They saved a did bit of money he there going forward.
0: Looked like he was going. I thought he yeah, was going.
1: Yeah, the, the, the talk was that um, the contract didn't make sense, and you know, was was the front office in on him? They benched him for week 17. Yep. Mm. their general manager Doug Whaley has this ridiculous affinity for first-round flop E.J. Yeah. Manuel. Manuel, 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 Man- however well, well, however you prefer it. Not well. Uh, so, yeah, interesting to see that they, I think it's a good move to keep Tyrod Taylor. Took
2: a pay cut, took a hefty pay cut to, to stay, which shows that, you know, he's committed to uh, being in Buffalo, which is yeah. a great sign, but probably one of the rest, I think, quarterbacks who have had to uh, you know, cop that. In Very that interested manner. to see
1: how Patrick Demarco goes with him up there in Buffalo. You could see a versatile fullback like Demarco doing well yeah. uh, when the ball spills out when uh, Tyra <laughs> Taylor is running around like a headless chook. But yes. AFC East makes way for the NFC East, mm-hmm. where we are never shy of drama.
2: Mm-hmm. Your precious Cowboys, the
1: Dallas Cowboys, interesting. Getting okay. busy.
2: Getting busy.
1: With regards to Tony Romo, sorry, I don't
2: know where that came.
1: From. He said farewell <laughs> as free agency, as the official start to free agency began. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, via social media, he uh-huh. wasn't cut. Uh-huh. The thought was he would be cut. Uh, it seems there was some change in decision making, or the decision was never made. Uh, as far as Jerry Jones is concerned, to ever release him, so he's kind of in limbo now. Uh, from what I've heard from people in Dallas, mm. uh, Tony Romo is not as much a part of this kind of deal working. We're going to do right by you, thing as he was perhaps a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. Um, perhaps i taking a little bit of a step back to see what's going on with a potential trade to Houston or but Denver.
2: He, We have to mention the video. He yeah. released a lovely video with his wife in the background cracking a joke yep. with Bob Dylan's, what is it, change, what, what is uh, it, blowing uh, in the wind? Uh, in the wind yeah. Blowing in the wind. And. Uh, He's basically said, "Thank you, Cowboy Nation. Thank yeah. you for the support." Oh, um, the times are changing. The, the times, times are, are changing. changing yeah. That's it. Yeah. Both classics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, so it was quite nice, you know. Yeah, you're a Cowboys fan. Do you harbour ill feelings? Th- of course not.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Where would you like to see him end up? Yeah, that's a great. I question. think Houston makes the most sense. He's out of the conference. Stays in Texas. Uh, stays in Texas. He's got Bub number threes in the mix on the way. The kids. The little ones on Don't the way. Give me this Bub number three in the mix. He's got <laughs> enough money to put them in school wherever he wants. No, but he gets to stay close. Yeah. Rather than you know, if he's using the team jet to get back to Dallas, as opposed to you know, going up he to can Colorado just move house. His whole life set up in Dallas. Oh, God. He's... He's, he's a member of that city wait, in a pretty huge wait, way. This wait, is what wait. happens with the Cowboys often. So you're off saying
2: that he would commute if he, you was, reckon he's if he was working in Houston. He would
0: commute.
1: Three days a week, why not? <laughs> um, look, wow. happy happy wife, happy life. This is a um, that sort of
0: stuff backfires in my experience. <laughs> what, the commute? Uh, no, when people try and do those, like get tricky with sporting organisations and those long commutes. It yeah. never works out. Stuart Maxfield, Sydney Swans. Oh, Stuart uh, Maxfield. And Peter and Bell at the uh, Fremantle Dockers. Tried to do it out of Geraldton during the,
1: the boom.
2: Taylor Friday Night Lights, Yes, yep.
1: good one, right? Yep. No, Couldn't go to good. Austin
2: every weekend, could you? Texas. Dylan's too far away. He,
1: you know what? He he didn't have the private jet though. So he yeah, did. Look, he the...
2: did have the jet. He was taking flights, wasn't he?
1: Private. Maybe jet? Maybe that
2: was just for when they were bringing him in, and then afterwards, yeah, that was, was the sweetheart deal. But economy. look,
1: the Romo thing's up in the air. Um, I don't necessarily think this ends very quickly. Kansas out of the picture. Yeah, look, they've upped on they, they've upped in terms of their um, outward talking in terms of their support for Alex Smith, so He's it won't be there. The God, team, I'm so glad on, I'm done with honestly the Honestly, the, <laughs> the team that would make sense if they kind of got their act together a year earlier would be the Jacksonville Jaguars, but Tony Romo's not going to the Jacksonville Jaguars to finish his career. Had they taken the steps forward that we kind of anticipated mm. over the last one or two off-seasons? There's talent there, but not at this stage. Um... And it's not going to be the Jets. It's not going to be the Browns because, like you said, he's made enough money in his career. This isn't yep. about money anymore. This isn't about I need to have QB1 next to my name. It's about I need to have QB1 next to my name for a championship contender. Yeah.
2: Now, we had a chat about Terrence Williams last week, I think. Yeah. And Ed, you believe that wherever Romo goes, Terrence will follow. Well, not the case. He's always no. signed. Uh, with Dallas, $17 million for four years. That's, that's a, Wow, that's pretty good for him.
1: Well, no? he was expecting a much firmer market. He was expecting $8 million a year. He was expecting really? to be in the Kenny stills, Kenny Britt, Robert Woods, the, the Kennys. He expected yeah. to be the up Kenny, in the, 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 Kenny, the Kenny, Kenny market. The Kenny and Club. he found the market dried up really quickly for him. Yep. Um, and Dallas had a four-year offer on the table, four, mil- $4 million roughly a year, with nine and a half guaranteed. That's an absolute steal. Um, So, like, why not? So, you know, Dallas keeps the band together there. So that was a steal. They Basically treading water with some other moves. Morris Claiborne, um, a very talented first-rounder who can't stay healthy, sounds like he's flirting with the Baltimore Ravens. He's asking for $7.5 million a year, which is... A little bit ridiculous, but that's just one team in the A.C.S. Yeah, let's, so let's mix so it up.
0: The idea of this pod was we we're going to say which team we <laughs> felt had taken the uh, the biggest step forward. I think we can, you know, they're the most interesting team in that yeah. particular sort of setup, but maybe not the team that's taken the biggest strides forward. Who do you think cool. that is? I really
1: like what Philadelphia did. Uh, they get Alshon Jeffrey on a cool. one-year, fourteen million-dollar prove-it deal. Yep. Uh, they get Torrey Smith in for a very economical fight. they They're giving some weapons. They do need to continue to fix up the offensive line, but they did do make a step. Uh, Forward with that in signing offensive guard out of Alabama, the big belly shaker. Um, whose name has completely left my mind right chance? now. Yeah, big Chance Wormack.
2: Give him Good a chance. Um, chance the rapper.
1: He, not many people remember that Chance actually wore the same college-style shirt that Ezekiel Elliott what? did, just in a very different way. Uh, why, Nick, why Nick Foles? Oh, because Nick Foles was let go, and because he's comfortable with Doug Peterson, the oh, yeah. head coach there, he'll come in and be the backup. Philly, Philly um, so I don't mind They don't
0: come cheap, do they? Backup quarterbacks, 11 mil for not two years. Quarterbacks days.
1: don't come cheap. So yeah, I, I like what Philly did, and obviously there's a talk about Brandon Marshall uh, mm-hmm. going to the Giants. Very explosive. They're three wide receivers now, Mm -hmm. joining Mm -hmm. Shepard and joining Odell Beckham. (laughs) But still huge offensive line questions there. And I'm sorry... DJ Fluka, that is not a problem solved. <laughs>
2: no surprises, no love for Giants there from you, Laurie. But what about Washington? Terrell Pryor, he's pulled the trigger. He's going to Washington, leaving mm-hmm. Cleveland in the dust. $8 million for one year. Obviously believes he can do something in that year um, to, to leave that. Was there talk that he was actually getting a, a multi-year deal had in a Cleveland? Mul- yeah, he had it, he he had it on that the offer. Down.
1: Yeah, he had that on the table. Uh, I think the word is this stink on him around the league. A uh, bit two-faced in what we see from the media and what we see on field Ooh, and perhaps in the locker room. Juicy. Because he should have had a multi year deal on the table from multiple teams uh, had he obviously not carry some sort of concern. So I, I think there might be some personality concerns around the league with him because one year $8 million was well mm. under the bar that we were expecting for one of the breakout stars yeah. from 2016. If you're a Skins fan,
0: is the biggest concern that the GM got the ass. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is bad.
2: Bad timing. The timing couldn't be worse. Yeah,
1: right, as you go into free agency yeah, and then and the, the draft. draft. But the yes. owner seems like such a good chap. Oh, yeah, no, Dan Snowden, he's a great guy. So <laughs> <laughs> the, this, these murmurs had gone around before the Washington Post revealed them, and it's good that they did. Uh, there was long been a power struggle between uh, Bruce Allen, the president there, former GM, and Scott McLuhan, who, is, uh, who has a trouble pass with alcohol, um, uh, one that pa- some of those issues perhaps followed him to, Washington. Um, but... Not in the in the invasive way, that, depending on who you hear. You hear that a lot of these stories about him being drunk in the locker room were trumped up, uh, and that for a long time there was a power struggle and Allen perhaps wasn't so happy with all the credits Scott McLuhan had got uh, for the rise in Washington, because all of a sudden they were relevant again. They had perhaps a franchise quarterback. So this all this slandering stories come out. McLuhan's out the door. Um, it seemed, Kirk Cousins doesn't want to sign a long-term deal with Bruce Allen as president. Uh, he wants to go join his BFF and new 49ers head coach. He wants a trade. So I, this is really bad. You're seeing free agents leave. Pierre Garçon gone. Deshaun Jackson gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Baker? Chris Baker. Ricky yep. Jean-Francois got uh, released earlier this morning, and Chris Baker s- replied to that on Twitter with congratulations. And they
2: re-signed uh, re- Vernon Davis, who, what does yeah. he even do? I really?
1: mean, they added Terrell McLean, who's a really nice um, kind of explosive defensive lineman from Dallas, but I don't, I don't understand how they're a destination going forward. I think there's a real, a whole lot of organisational cancer around this team.
2: Yeah, and right. you know what? We have reached the halfway point. So, you know, grab a Tim Tam, grab a cup of tea. And, Absolutely. And, and uh, we roll on.
1: We roll on to the AFC North. And you can't start anywhere else... Than the Browns with the sh- the trade that shook up the world huh? shook up the world. Now, before people say, "How do you go and spend sixteen million dollars to effectively buy a second round pick?" Well, when you're eighty plus million dollars under the salary cap yeah. and you have to, over a That'll designated period of time, spend eighty nine percent of the salary cap and hit that salary floor, you're going to spend that money because money that you haven't, if you go under that floor they will take that money from you and they will spread it out to rostered players. So that money's going. Hmm. So why not spend it on the most important capital, non-QB capital in the NFL, and that's early round picks. They're loaded up like crazy. What have they got? Eight? eight
2: in the next two years in, in the, the first, first and two rounds. Round.
1: That's where you build your team. And they could mess that up. Look, they've done f- 30 to 40% of the job. They've got the picks. <laughs> now yeah. you have to do the actual picking the players bit and you need to do it right. Yeah. But so far, I love what they did. I love yeah. what they did, yeah. Mel. And Brock they're Osweiler not, they're could turn.
2: Keep him? Are they?
1: I look. I think they release him, or they, or they're they, going to
2: try to trade him.
1: His co- contract now, I think a team could have him for about eight million dollars, which
2: is nothing. Which
1: you is talk about compared backup, to what he was. Like, yeah. Throw him in as a backup if they manage to squeeze what a fifth, sixth, seventh mm. rounder for it. Mm. So all of a sudden they hop Brock in the house for what a week, maybe. Yeah. And they uh, and they turn it into a couple of picks.
2: Shall we go through exactly what happened with that trade? Just yeah, so we, let's so we lay, sort it of, lay, lay it lay it all out. So. Houston uh, traded, dumped, Osweiler yeah. mm-hmm. uh, to Cleveland with a second-round draft pick in return for a fourth-round pick. Yeah. And they ate a lot of the money. I got to make They you might have
1: kicked a sixth-rounder
0: in there as well. Got, yeah. to, got yeah. to make you feel good if you're Brock Osweiler. The, the team is so <laughs> happy to get rid of you that yeah. they uh, are willing to give away yeah. their second-round pick. Absolutely. It's, it's amazing.
2: But as we said, eight picks in the first two rounds and in the next two drafts, that's very handy. So...
1: I, there's not much I don't like about that with the Browns. They're getting creative. and um, This isn't... Do, try not to throw the money ball thing around uh, too much, but they're obviously... they. What that new administration has identified is that these are the assets we want. Yep. We want draft picks. And then the other thing that I love that they did, Melanie, mm. is that they rebuilt the offensive line.
2: Oh, it's going to give a young guy a chance, a quarterback. A give chance. a kid a
1: chance. Yeah. So they bring in Kevin Zeitler, one yeah. of the top, arguably their best offensive linemen out there, but... Certainly the best guard that was out there.
2: For 60 mil, five years. Set that market
1: years. nice and high. Yeah. That's a pro bowl. That's an absolute linchpin in your line. They bring yeah. in JC Tretter, who stood in very handily at centre mm-hmm. for the Packers. Combine that with locking down Joel Batonio for similar money. He was up... 50 mil. Yeah, he, that's big money there. Oh, yeah. And then you've still got... Hanging out there on the left tackle, Mr. Elite himself, Joe Thomas. <laughs> All of a sudden, Joe, Big Joe's got some friends. Uh,
2: Joe's been uh, loving it on Twitter. by the Throwing
1: around, you know, Zeetler now that you've got the big contract, might want to buy a shirt that's big enough for those uh, arms. Uh, so, Big Joe's bands. happy, but whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo that they acquire, despite the I'd murmurs you're hearing out of New England. Jimmy if you get Jimmy Garoppolo, so or whoever it is that you do get, you're giving them a chance now because <laughs> they have... Four really good pieces on the offensive lineup, they can get a four they can get a fifth in the draft or some of the stock they already have there. Yeah. Not to mention, they bring in Kenny Britt. Yeah. Nice solid big body yeah, receiver. Good receiver. Corey Coleman entering his second year. This is a yep. guy who needed to learn the playbook coming out of Baylor. It's yep. a big steep curve. But this guy's explosive.
2: Yep. We can say healthy. And they've or in in just like a, a few swift moves, they've made Cleveland relevant and made us excited about Cleveland. They're again. building the Isn't right way. Great.
1: Draft picks, it's, offensive it's line all positive and you trench know what? warfare.
2: On the other side of, of, <laughs> of, of, uh, of things, so Cincinnati Bengals have totally... Uh, well, they've made a big mess of this, haven't yeah, they?
1: Yeah, look, let's go to the mailbag early. We're going... This is an interactive mailbag, and we got one here from... Uh at Riley Bev, Riley Beverage, How risky is it for a side who had its QB sacked 40-plus times last season to pull apart its entire <laughs> offensive line without a real plan in place well, to replace how, it? How
0: risky is it, Laurie? Is it that risky, that though? Because if he's been sacked 40 times, that offensive line can't have been that great.
1: Yeah, but you... Well, they had pieces, but pl- the, the guys that they let go, like Zeitler... They let go of the good guys. He's yeah. the good one. They let go of Whitworth. The he's the good work. one. They kept Cedric Abouye.
2: They were making um, Andy Dalton seem okay. And yeah. now, oh, it's going to explode. Oh, it's just... I, I think a lot of things
1: Cincinnati Bengals look forward to a top five pick next year. Um, okay. That's where you're headed. What about the rest of the uh, AFC North? Talk to me about the Steelers and the Ravens. The Steelers locked up their big guys. Uh, yeah. They tagged Lev Bell. They gave the big extension to Antonio Brown. This was all expected.
2: Let's not forget Landry Jones, who has a bit of a cameo every like couple of games in a season because Ben Roethlisberger mm. is inevitably going to get injured somehow.
1: Sure, I think this is a team that could... Um, could look to add some more defensive backs um, in an edge rush presence in the coming draft, which is lucky because that's where the draft is really deep this year.
2: There's a little bit of interest in the Ravens, though. They sure. had Tony
1: Jefferson, so they've made a really nice free agency uh, safety duo with Eric Weddle last year. Uh, I think if they add Morris Claiborne yeah. to with Jimmy Smith across from them and then they got a young talented uh, slot corner there as well that's all of a sudden a really good secondary.
2: Here's my question go. which which one of these Baltimore Ravens signings do you think I'm most excited about? Oh, here we go. Don, guess. Can you please guess? All
1: right. Let me hold on. Let me pull up this this list. That if you haven't seen it, by the way, head to foxsports.com.au because Mel has compiled every single movement we've had so now. far. Yes. really dug in there over the weekend. Oh, I, got, don't, well, I don't even know what day we're on, to be honest. Yeah, no. what, what is, is it? it? Uh, it's the
2: state, but it's your uh, favourite right.
1: one is Danny Woodhead for eight point eight million dollars <laughs> <laughs> over three years. The Swiss Army Knife yes. himself. Look, you Swiss would be correct. If if you would be Joe correct. Flacco couldn't be more of a check down merchant, uh, that will not be helped by Danny Woodhead <laughs> running three yard. Uh, Curl routes oh and God. screaming out, Joe, Joe, I'm here. So, yeah, there you go, How Mel. Can you
2: not love Danny Woodhead, though? He's, he's the Rudy of the league. He just He's so small, and, he's, and he just keeps on keeping on. and He always, <laughs> he always on, delivers, too, right. and quarterbacks love
1: him. And make sure you tune in tomorrow for Mel's after-school special <laughs> podcast. Uh, okay, that will do from the northern side of things. Uh, so, we jump over to the NFC North,
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, and this one's an interesting one. Mel, you're looking at the Packers, Bears, Lions, and Vikings.
2: Well, the one that uh, got sort of uh, made my ears perk up. Yes. Mike Glennon.
1: Oh, there Chicago we go. Chicago Bears,
2: 45 mil for three years, 19 mil guaranteed.
1: Mm-hmm. This is big money. Crazy yes, dollars. They got rid
2: of Jay Cutler, as we mentioned earlier, but uh, he's... You're not happy with not it? A, is he a starter? I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of money to pay I, for backup. If he's going to be a backup.
1: I won't be surprised. No, he's the starter. He is the, he's starter? the starter? He's the starter. It's been told he's a starter.
2: He hasn't like he was never lighting it up in Tampa Bay. Every, no, he's he was got sort tools. Of, yeah. He's toolsy.
1: he's tall. Uh, tools. He's got a big arm.
2: Toolsy is not how you want to be describing your starting quarterback.
1: Your QB.
0: You don't. So oh, you no. what? You'd prefer to have Jay Cutler? No.
2: Oh, but I just prefer it. I wouldn't want Mike Glennon. I mean, Chicago Bears fans, hit us up. Who Matt, else are they getting? Fox. Though? What do you think about? This? What do you? Who would you prefer? Oh, that was well. out there. Well, was there not talk of Garoppolo going back to Chi-Town, where he is from? The, that would the be talk sexy. right
1: now is that um, you know New England aren't letting Garoppolo go. So yes, if yes. they're making a move, it's $19.5 million guaranteed. That effectively means it's a one-year contract. They can get rid of him after year one. Say they land their future in this draft yeah. or the next. Yeah. They can move on. Seeing that the money that has been going around, it's not that bat, you know what, crazy. Mm. Um, me and Mel kind of differ there. on this. He, the one thing that you do, you're going to get with um, with Glennon is he's going to have a shot to stand in the pocket where he does his best work and pass the ball because they have some good pieces on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought in Cody Whitehair last year. They have Carl Long, and
2: that's what was frustrating about Jay Cutler was yeah. that he was seemingly had the opportunity, but then he wouldn't throw it to the right person yeah. or he'd stuff up the o- so like the option round, just sh- like you know all these different things. Yeah.
1: So. The issue is they have very little at wide receiver. They replaced a bona fide number one when he's healthy, and you know, Alshon Jeffrey with you guys like Kendall Wright and such. It's not a lot to get excited about. For me, I love what what Detroit did. Uh, I think Ricky Wagner at right tackle. Yeah. And then, so you're upgrading from Riley Reif on the edge there. And TJ. And then you bring in TJ Lang. Yeah. This isn't a, you know, be scared off in free agency guy. Yes, he had some injuries last year, but TJ Lang is a legit all-pro guard level player. You can completely change the way that offense runs in that you're adding some power to what's been a finesse offense. Mm. Mm. You know, you got your Marvin Joneses and your Theo Riddicks and your Golden Tates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But now you've got an offensive line that can dominate games and change it up for Matthew Stafford. Matt
2: Stafford's got to be smiling ear to ear right now, right? Interesting
1: to see what happens at running back as well there. Um, You know, Amir Abdullah coming back from health. I'm not a big Zach Zenner guy. I think he lacks a bit of flexibility. Mm. I think he's a bit of a stiff board runner. But... Could be a destination for a draft pick that you like.
2: I mean, uh, what about the Packers?
0: Yeah, I was going to say Martellus Bennett. What do you... Is this...
1: Genius. From him? Or from Green Bay?
0: Well, from Green Bay, but I mean, we. Well, he's an upgrade over Jared Cook. I know, but we spoke about the uh, you don't pick up the phone when Bill Belichick's on the other line discussion. Yeah, so,
1: you know, do you pick up the scraps of Bill Belichick? Let's go. In this instance, yeah, they got him for six and a bit million dollars a year. No issues there. Marty B, just quietly, the quarterbacks that he's gone and worked himself playing for in his career started with Tony Romo in Dallas. He has played for. Jay Cutler, yeah. he has played for... So that's about as bad as it gets. He's played for Eli Manning. Yeah. He's played for Tom Brady. He's played for Jimmy... Cur- no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now he's played for Aaron Rodgers. Mm. The guy hasn't exactly been running around with the Cody Kesslers of the world. No. Um, when the worst, worst, worst quarterback you can possibly have played for is, uh, is a good period Jay Cutler. Uh, and now he gets another gem. He knows what gets himself paid and that's playing with good quarterbacks. Hell yeah. But, well, you know... Man. Will he be they, better
0: or worse than he was at um, New
1: England? Uh, I think he'll be better because he'll be healthier. Um,
2: and he'll, he'll get more of the ball too, I would say. He,
1: he, was, he was really good to start with, and then he was really dogged the rest of the way dealing with ankle injuries and persevering. Um. Right. If he's healthy, I think he's better.
2: Eddie Lacey out the door too. We'll yeah. talk about where he landed in a sec. Uh, Pat, I want to ask you about all day, AP, Adrian Peterson you sad to see him go? On the way out of the Vikings, it seems. But without a destination at this point. So where he's not, does... He's not a He's visited,
1: picked up at all. He, visi- he visited Seattle and left there without a deal. And Seattle have since, who Mel mentioned, Eddie Lacey. We'll get to that in just a sec. So yeah. uh, that's not going to be an option. There's a murmurs that perhaps he won't be valued anywhere more than he will be in Minnesota. And he could come back. The issue I have there is that he's not a shotgun runner. Um, and I think it's a bad scheme fit. Uh, so I don't know. It's an interesting market, but... We didn't touch on Ezekiel Elliott before because it's not part of trade news. But Ezekiel Elliott's moronic and boorish uh, decision to pull down a top of a um, of a female patron at a I'm sorry, St. I, shouldn't Day. Be, I shouldn't
0: be laughing, but it's watching you say this is no, making look, me it, laugh.
1: It, it's it's stupid behaviour. It's over the line. Um, a whole bunch of people out there want to say that. Oh, you know, the girl was already flashing. Oh, you know, she was. Um, you know, <laughs> so they were par- they were partying afterwards. That's up to her, what she wants to do. You don't then just go grab someone's no, top and pull it down. So you if, don't. If Zeke is going to... Say, say Zeke, who already has the NFL's eyes on him, for just or unjust cause, whatever the evidence may be that we don't know. Um, if Zeke misses two games, all of a sudden, Adrian Peterson, come well, back to Texas. Right, you, you reckon? Look, the talk will be there, if it happens. How much would that cost them? Oh... No, they get him for five mil a year. Yeah. Whether they want to invest in that when you've got, again, a talented draft class coming through. Sure. Uh, you're going to be able to get replacement-level players. Um, as Mel Dyniasky makes a graceful re-entry into the booth.
2: Just a bit of a cough. Okay. Well, we're
1: all human.
0: Well, while we let's use that juncture to move on to the AFC West, shall we, where the Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs and Chargers have been doing their business over mm. the last couple of weeks of free agency.
1: Mel?
2: Let me find it first. <laughs> If you, and my voice. You,
1: While well, you're finding your voice, I can jump in there. Look, Please. I think get in there. Oakland Raiders, I think they kind of tread water there. They're a very well-stocked team. Biggest thing for them is getting Derek Carr back healthy, but I like that they added Corderell Patterson for the return game, and he showed a few steps forward as a receiver late in the season. Again, you're looking at pretty close to the line of scrimmage stuff, but you add explosion and a possible game-breaker to an already game-breaking offensive mm-hmm. unit. Then looking across, Broncos adding some offensive line help. And
2: losing Demarcus Ware, who was retired. Yeah,
1: let's pour one out for Demarcus Ware, one of the great pass Madden. rushers you're, you're of all time. You're sad about that. Very aren't you? sad. Demarcus Ware is one of the great men of the game, uh, by all accounts, an absolute, yeah. absolutely fantastic human being, and one of the greatest pass rushers we've seen. He he ends his career, I think, uh, third in sacks per game behind. Uh, off the top of my head, I want to say Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White at number one. I think so. You're talking about ridiculously esteemed company. This guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Remembers were he was looking at a return to Dallas, but ultimately, uh, and he said to Peter King from Sports Illustrated, my body feels great now, but at 34, 35, how realistic is that going to hold up? Yep. It's not just about getting your body right. It's keeping it right for 17 weeks. Yep. So the the Broncos lose a big one there, but they do have stocks in the defensive line coming through when you Shane Ray's and Shaq Barrett's. Ronald Leary a nice signing... As well as Menelik Watson on the offensive line, because that was a huge weakness for them last year.
0: What about our boy Adam Gotsis, the Australian? There's obviously a flurry of movement every year. We know that the NFL stands for not for long. What do these? Uh, some of these changes mean for him? They did bring in some some
1: um, some players like DeMarta Pico Pecco, mm-hmm. who comes in. He joins his cousin on that team, Zach Kerr, as well. So these are kind of you know come in as part of that rotation as you go into training camp. But second uh, second round pick stock's pretty big, uh, but a big off-season just for him improving his strength um, and just how quickly he plays at the NFL level. But no no panic stations or anything like that for Adam And The big unanswered question around the Denver Broncos remains Romo, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. For them, they seem pretty staunch, and at least on the outward side, they're not going to be trading for him. It really comes down to if Jerry Jones can get the Texans to blink and say, okay, we'll send you a fifth-round pick, do the Broncos blink back? Yeah. When Jerry says, look, I've got a fifth-round pick from the Texans here. Are you involved in this or not? So, interesting going forward. Trevor Simeon's shoulder's still not right. No, he's coming back from a pretty nasty injury there. So, yeah. questions there. And from all accounts, Paxton Lynch needs to mature up and put the Xbox controller down, according <laughs> to guys like Cecil Lammy. So. Um, the LA Chargers, talk to me. Are they going to be easily, hands down, the best team in LA by the end of the year? Take the LA Chargers over the Rams any day of the yeah. week. Um, you know, not a lot of huge moves here, but I like that they keep Melvin Ingram on deck with a... Uh, with a franchise tag there, that's a talented pass rusher. I think Gus Bradley, not a good head coach for the Jags, going to be a hell of a defensive coordinator for the Chargers. Okay. He's got so much talent there. You talk about having Melvin Ingram, full season of Joey Bosa, Jerry Atauchu's on deck, not too busy here. Uh, guy bringing in Russell Okung, giving him a fair chunk of money, $25 million guaranteed. He kind of needs to offer a little consistency there. Um, as we've lost Mel for a second, she's ducked out. She's sick, the pull. girl. She is dealing with a cough and a half. Kansas City, just quickly. Yep. Resigned Eric Berry. That's huge. Uh, they keep him big, on deck. Big, big money. Speaking of big, big Dontari Poe. See you later. He's off doing a nose tackle tour of America. But they get a nice replacement. Benny Logan's a, a really fantastic interior guy. Can stuff the run. Uh, can get you some uh, interior pressure. So but that covers the AFC West, which leaves us just as we get Mel back in the studio. Finish with the NFC West. Seahawks, Rams, 49ers, and Cardinals. Mm. Some interesting stuff. Well, as yeah. we
2: said, we should probably start with the 49ers, Carl Shanahan, sure. assembling his men. And he's got Brian Hoyer at quarterback, 12 yep. mil for two years. Yep. Already instantly, instantly a more solid option than anything they've had in uh, in San Fran yeah. lately. It's also, not a ma- long-term
1: solution, but it's no, a solution it, for it, it, now. It'll
2: do. Uh, Matt Barkley as the backup, you'd think, 4 million for two years. They get Pierre Garçon as well. Yeah, um, Malcolm Smith, former... MVP (laughs) for the Super Bowl when he was in Seattle. Um, Eldrick Robinson, wide receiver. That could be a good one.
1: I think the thing with the 49ers is they bring in a guy like Garçon to help set up Shanahan's scheme. Uh, Did well under Shanahan, did well last year. Pierre Garçon in Washington. So especially if they're going to look to make a run at Kirk Cousins if they can't get it done this offseason, then certainly in 2018. So it comes in. It's the type of veteran leader you want. The deal's front-loaded, so a lot of the guaranteed money is in the front. And they're kind of doing what the Oakland Raiders did a few years ago. When you're $97 million under the salary cap and have been terrible and are changing coaches every year, it's hard to get people to come to you. You have to overpay. But not much issue with what the 49ers have done so far this offseason. When you look at... That roster that
0: Shanahan has assembled, we mm. know that there have been a dysfunctional front office. Yep. Um, do you see the building blocks for future success? Maybe not this year, but do you see the building blocks there for some sustained success in the years to come?
1: I think ask me after the draft. Yeah. Right, um, right. I don't think they've done a- enough to set that fully in course yet, but they've obviously got a plan. They've got a long-term plan, six-year deals for both... John Lynch, a general manager, and Kyle Shanahan. So when you look around that league, or around that division, I should say, Seahawks did absolutely nothing to quell my concerns about their offensive line. Genius or insanity picking up Eddie Lacey? Pete Carroll says he wants him big. I think it doesn't matter if you don't fix the offensive line. Eddie Lacey getting hit three yards behind the line of scrimmage every time isn't going to end well. Um, their O-line were basically a group of matadors. I'm yeah, and they bring know. in Luke Jokel, who was a f- early first-round flop, uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That doesn't get me excited. They were in on TJ Lang and lost out the battle there as he went to Detroit. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty disappointed there. The only team that impresses me less in this division would be the Arizona Cardinals. I thought you were going to say the Rams for sure. Okay, No, the Cardinals. What?
0: Tell me about the Cardinals.
1: Okay, well, they lose Calais Campbell mm-hmm. and they lose Tony Jefferson. Not to mention they lose Reclamation Project, DJ Swearinger. <laughs> um, so there's some big losses along the personnel lines. And, uh, you know, bringing in guys like Jarvis Jones. I think Jarvis Jones is a great warning sign for anybody that looks at college sack numbers and thinks it's gonna, that's all you need to replicate in the NFL. Uh, he's not a great starter. He's not a plus addition there. Fall from grace for the Cardinals. Big given time. Their, uh, you know their aspirations at the edge of the uh, start of this season. Their biggest gone. hope, they, kept Chandler, you know, they got Chandler Jones done to a big deal. I do like that. The biggest hope is that Tyron Matthew comes back healthier and nastier than ever and can, can mask some of the deficiencies on the defensive side of the ball. Well, the final team we will touch yeah, on final team. is the LA
0: Rams. Uh, maybe the new future basket casters of the NFL. We know that they weren't particularly impressive last year, but with the Browns, You've already sort of forecasted their roadmap towards success. uh, La, can they be from what you've seen in this particular free agency period? Any improvement in that, or are we looking at
1: pain for an La La Rams? Andrew Whitworth
2: isn't so bad. I
1: love the Andrew Whitworth signing. That offensive line grouping, that room has been one of the most unproductive, incohesive, uncohesive. Cohesive. pre-cohesive, Inclusive. Inclusive. sans cohesive units in the entire <laughs> NFL. Cohesion. So getting in an elite-playing veteran, he's still playing at the top of his game for whether it's two or three years going forward, and to get him to come in and help reshape that room is everything for when you've got you know, your two young linchpins and Jared Goff and Todd Gurley behind. Um, Robert Woods, that's an overpay for $39 totally, million. isn't it?
2: I have some trivia, though, for you. But I'm Mel pleased. has trivia. Mm. Uh, they brought in little-known quarterback Aaron Murray. Love Aaron Murray. Do you know him?
1: Coming out of Georgia, he was injured. I think he had a nasty knee injury.
2: Yeah, well, it means uh, that he's reunited with his college football buddy, one Todd
1: Gurley. Reunited, and it feels so good, much like the three of us in here. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I think that wraps us up Mm -hmm. for all the teams. We've got through 30, well, we've got through eight divisions and roughly 32 teams. Mm -hmm. What we have left is some of the unanswered questions uh, before we do get out of here.
0: Where does Romo land is the big one. I think we've sort of already touched on that. Yeah. You I, seem to think uh, Houston is... I think Houston. I think if you're ranking Lawrence's thoughts on this, it'd be Houston 1, Denver 2. We'll call, Daylight call it, 3. Call it. Three. The rest.
2: Call it. Houston. Houston.
1: Houston. Houston. Yeah. That's the call. You? What about AP? You know what? AP, love to see him with the Raiders.
0: Mm. Love yeah, to see him running That's with, an interesting one.
1: Love to see him with the Raiders Ooh, there. frisky. Yeah. Um and, and, what about and, Jamal Charles? You got any thoughts on that? Where I, I there's been words of Green Bay and I love that fit. That would be um, good. Yeah, yeah. Would, that would be amazing actually. I think,
2: With Eddie Lacey gone, he's a guy who's gonna give you so much more effort and yeah. be far more versatile.
1: Yeah. If he if his that knee is right, he could be exceptionally damaging up there in the north.
2: Should we mention Johnny manziel who's apparently ready to come back to the NFL?
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> he also no got one's engaged, engaged me, after mother. six months.
0: Yeah. Hey, love. love
1: is love. Let's not, let's not trample on Love here, so. is in the air. What about you, Mel? You mentioned Johnny Mantel. Would you like to see the mayhem man himself running sure. wild in New York City?
0: Absolutely. What could go wrong?
1: <laughs> Stacky? You
0: know I've got a soft spot for RG3. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, if they were, would it be out of the question that they could pick up someone like...
1: Um, RG3? No, no, I was going to say um, Colin. No, it wouldn't. Except for the fact that Woody Johnson is a raving Trump fan. Uh, which might not sit well with Colin Kaepernick's.
2: Well, Tebow might be out of work very soon. and His baseball career continues the way it's going. Oh, so
1: return to the Jets. Sure. That's just what we need. Oh, I think other than that, we've got quite a time in free agency to come ahead as we start looking we've towards... we are got to do a Romo pod when that happens. Well, look, I think when the Romo news drops... Do we? We'll yeah. jump in. Honestly, I think the options are Houston, Denver, retirement. We get into this almost pre-draft period um, that means more rainy nights for me blasting, you know, 1999 $19. Mm-hmm. $19. M&M and watching DraftBreakdown.com. S- Mel had a good chat with Ohio State product Cam Johnson. You can catch that article up on foxsports.com.au. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stack is just cavorting about the place, mm. um, unnaturally tanned for this time of year with this type of weather. But I that's going to make the makeup on yet. I think that's going to wrap us up. Everyone out there, pour one out for DeMarcus Ware. Pour one out for Mel's throat because she's dealing with some awful cough.
2: I just haven't spoken this much
0: in a while.
1: Oh, dear. That is roughly an hour of juice that we've just gone through. Might be the longest one Congratulations for making it this far. Well done. Welcome to the off-season.
2: You don't win a car.
1: Oh, We have so much ahead. Stacky, any final words? Farewell, Mel.
2: Laters.